the Kiss Breakfast Podcast with Ricky, Melvin and Charlie. All right, so that's the podcast, episode 149, Ricky, Melvin nice. and Charlie. All right, so uh, last week, myself and Melvin were DJing at the David Hay fight yes. uh, at the O2. Now, uh, <laughs> was it a good well, fight, first it, of all? It, well done, David. Yes. Uh, you know, it was a very quick fight. It was a bit a bit of a fast, but, you know, you can only beat who's put in front of Absolutely. you, right? So he's done well there. He knocked him out in the first round. Now, uh, myself and Melvin were DJing. There was a nice, lovely setup or whatever. So I've got my laptop. I've got yeah. my track to control. Track to nice. Melvin's got his, uh, his CDJs there. <laughs> and a big, big <laughs> CD wallet. Like, it comes like a suitcase. <laughs> like, it's like, you might as well have a trolley. Like, it's so, it's so hedge. Like, so, it's like going to the gym when I see him, when I see him DJ, flicking through, like, the, Do you know what, though, the plastic. Rick? The thing is, Melvin doesn't like change. And, no, like, he I've, doesn't. I've he said hates to you before, change. Melvin, if you bring your Mac in next week, I will show you how to use Rekordbox and put them onto USB because that, that can be your next step. I know you don't like change, but you can't be taking CDs. Yeah, there was, there was a, there was a, like, a, like a grace period that you had where the changeover from like CDs to digital was kind of like, you know, there was still a lot of people still doing right, CDs. So the, okay. I'll tell you what did it for me, right? <laughs> I went into, um, I think it was either PC World or Curry's. I went to go and buy like a, like a box of CDs. Right. And the guy in there was like, why are you buying CDs, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, I need to, I need them to burn them for, for my city. He said, no one, but it's no one buys CDs. Oh, yeah, 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 Podcast intro here, Dermot O'Leary. So Dermot O'Leary just walked into the building. Yeah, he's the man about town. Dermot O'Leary, say hello on the microphone. Come on, there you go. There you go. Say hello. You would not know the stress I have by getting ready to come in to kiss breakfast. It's off. Always smells so good. Why do you have to do so nice? What are you wearing today? Well. This is it. I had to put a little bit of aftershave on. I was out there in the corridor for five minutes getting ready for this. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I got my hat on. Right. Uh, I just need to make sure that when I'm with you guys, I want... This is the one for me. (laughs) Will you do us a favour? This is the one I've got to prep for. Will you just start off the podcast, say, uh, welcome along, everybody. This is the Kiss Breakfast podcast. You bet your sweet ass. Go on, go on, go on. Go on, then. Go on, go on. Welcome along, everyone. You're listening to the Kiss podcast. So in front of me... I've got a list of the top things that apparently restaurants must stop doing in 2016. Now, this was on Facebook. It's blatantly from someone who is just starving or had a really bad experience at a restaurant. It's not me, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I want to see what you think about these because actually they're really moany things, but they're quite funny. So one of the things that this person wants restaurants to stop doing is taking orders without a notebook. So you know when like waitresses <laughs> and waiters, they take your order, but they don't need to write it down because they're very good at their job and they yep. can remember stuff. Yep. But does that aggravate you or not? It doesn't aggravate aggravate me once they've got it right (laughs) but if they get anything wrong then I'm like this guy's wasting my time and I'm very fussy like I change the menu all the time I want certain things to be done well done or I like to change fries for sweet potato wedges or something so if they don't change the changes that I've asked for then I get vexed got a point on this one you think yeah, yeah? definitely alright number two is what is it with waiters taking the bread plate away at the end of the starters leave it there <laughs> <laughs> it's so true because sometimes there's like loads of bread left and you might want it with like your actual main course and it's yeah gone. I love that because if your main course is coming they need space <laughs> on the table <laughs> <laughs> that's why 
that's brilliant. And the last one says, don't automatically give the bill to the man. You have no idea who's paying for the dinner. You should put it in the middle of the table and then walk off. Because you know what is embarrassing? Say, for example, if you're out, girls, and you are actually paying, but the waiter gives it to your boyfriend <laughs> yes. and then it's embarrassing because he ain't got the card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give it to the missus. Yeah. 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 You know when you ask for the bill? Yeah. And then they bring the bill and then take 10 years to bring the card machine. That's <laughs> <laughs> bill, you're in a rush. I'll ask for the bill, so just come and bring everything. Stand there and wait. Bring everything. <laughs> the other thing is, when the restaurant is empty, right, yeah. and they put you on a small table, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. not enough room, yeah. and then they're trying to move things on the table. Yeah. Just put the other table that is empty yeah. on the side and put the stuff on there and I can eat fully yeah. and enjoy. The last thing is when your food is ready and you can see it on the side yeah. and the waiter's just walking around like that. Yeah. They're trying to get their eye contact and you know they're ignoring you. I don't like that. Should we throw it out yeah, then? There's it. clearly a lot more things that people don't like about restaurants. So yeah, if you've got anything that you want to have a moan about, a bit of a complaint about, Holly, what are you calling to have a moan about? With restaurants, sloppy eggs. Oh, what, like runny ones? Yeah, when they give you an egg but it's got all snot on it. Oh! Yeah, that's a disgusting way to describe it. Eh? <laughs> uh, chips with that snotty oh. egg. Oh, that, is, that is actually rank because it does look like it thinking about it. Yeah, no one likes it. It's not the egg. They should be common practice to serve an egg properly. For all the Kiss Breakfast videos and photos, check your timelines at KissFM UK. So I've been asking you guys, when did you not get mates rates when you expected it? Let's go to the phone lines right now. Hello, Kiss, who's that? It's Freddie. Freddie, where are you calling Freddy? from? I use my mates' rates, okay, and the guy didn't even pay me back. What do you mean? He owes me money. I use my staff discount for him. And I got him the stuff, and he didn't pay me. Your mate basically got a really good rate. Which is really rude, isn't it? When you do a favour for a mate and they don't give you the money. But, yeah, okay, who's next? Let's go for line two. Hello, Kiss, who's that? Hi, Zoe. Zoe, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Kingston. Nice, and what's your mate's rate story? So, it weren't actually me, it was about my friend, but I had to ring and say. So, my friend was going on this date, and she was running, like, really late. So, she rung our mate and was like, oh, can you give me a lift there? So, she's like, oh, yeah, it's fine, it's my day off, I'll take you. Because she thought, like, a cab was going to be too expensive mm-hmm. so my friend drives her there pulls up in the petrol garage fills her whole car up with a full tank of petrol oh, for no. like 50 quid Uh-oh. and is then like oh you need to go in and pay and she's oh. like what 50 pounds and it turns out we rung the next day she could have got there for less in the cab than she did through our friend oh, it was hilarious because I was just like that is ridiculous that she's made you pay that much how oh, long was the actual journey in time do you know yeah from her house to where she was going it was roughly probably about 40 minutes that's not 50 pounds worth is it that is not 50 pounds 50 pounds is like a a week and a half's worth of petrol (laughs) (laughs) in a sports car (laughs) (laughs) I drive to work for a week off that petrol yeah (laughs) yeah that's cold that's cold super cold super cold she should have paid (laughs) (laughs) but great call thanks for your call hello kiss who's that Vinny hello Vinny how are you morning good so what's your mate's rate story okay I went to work with my dad once or no that morning he bought me breakfast and said that would be my payment for the day <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Vinny>. <laughs> I'm sorry Vinny that's funny oh, <laughs> can, we, can we ask 
ask you what job he made you do for the whole day. He does like diggers and dumpers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what's your dad's name? Dave. He's Dave. Dave. Shame on you, Dave. Shame on you, Dave. Everybody says shame. Shame. So we've all been there, sitting down with the family. It might be, a, you know, like a Christmas sit-down or whatever in front of the TV. Your mum, your dad. It might be your nan and granddad. You're all watching a film and then halfway through, something seriously cringeworthy happens and you feel like you just want the seat to just swallow you up, the sofa yep. to swallow you up because it's normally like heavily romantic or quite amorous, isn't it? That yeah. you, just, you don't want to watch in front of your friends or in front of your parents, I should say. Now, there's now uh, something that can actually help you with this situation, okay? It's something called a cringe database. I've seen this! Wow. I've yes, seen this. Yes. This is amazing. So it tells you if it's safe to watch a film with your parents or not and it's actually, the actual name for it is called Cringe MDB. <laughs> that is wicked. <laughs> it's it's named after the internet movie database IMDB, right? So basically, it's actually quite clever. So what you do, you, you go online, yeah. it, uh, it looks uh, upon films from between 1995 right. to 2015, and you go on there and you type in if it's going to be cringeworthy or not, and it gives you like a big certificate to say yes or to say no. So you type in 40-year-old virgin, and yeah. then it will give you like the time that it's going to happen, <laughs> and, what, and, and, and a description of so what clever. actually happens to see really if you actually cool. still want to sit through it, and then it will give you like a big fat no to certify cringeworthy off the back of it as well. Do you know what though? My dad, just quickly, oh. when a bit comes out on the TV that you shouldn't be watching, my dad literally, I've never seen my dad move so quick. He gets up, he's like, Chris, turn over! Like, <laughs> I'm like, dad, we are adults. He's like, no, come on, no! Turn it over, Chris! Turn it over! Like, he makes such a big deal out of it that it actually becomes more embarrassing. Like, what was the last thing that happened? In between us, was oh, on really? over Christmas. He's like, ah, <laughs> no, I'm not watching that. <laughs> it's Ricky Melvin and Charlie Kiss Breakfast Right now we're joined by the nicest man in showbiz. Make some noise for Dermot O'Leary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We love him. We love him. So happy. I can't tell you how nervous I'm about. I was outside. Uh-huh. I was just saying to you guys, I need to make you've got to make an entrance when you come on. <laughs> absolutely cannot just walk into the studio. <laughs> yeah, I had to hype myself up. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of aftershave on. Yeah, you do smell nice. You smell exquisite, Dermot. You smell exquisite today. This is a good smelling studio. What scent is that, Dermot? a little bit of sandalwood going on. Find that next week. Now, we did see some pictures of you the other day at some fashion parties. Yeah. And you've been looking very good quite recently. Yeah. That's very nice of you because you're up against some young, good looking men in those so you got to punch above your weight sometimes no no you work with GQ magazine what are you doing I'm just doing some articles for them this year so I did right. one last year I did the Battle of Britain show last year so, so I wrote an article for GQ right. about it I did a Channel 4 show so now I'm contributing editor oh, but now yeah, they turn around and yes cool. then they go, they go so what are you going to write about and I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah well I, I've got my, I'm, I'm working on that so, so you're not actually doing fashion pieces then Dermot no I reckon no 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 I want to do some interviews and um, I love my clothes but I, you've got to leave that, leave that to the experts. Okay. But some people yeah. look at you as an I expert. So. Yeah. We look, we, I remember being at university I so. and seeing Dermot on, on the TV like At university as well, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a period when you used to wear like a lot of Lyland Scott. And me yeah. and Melva just were like, we need to get these tops. We need to get, we need to find Lyland Scott. So we you know, that me. is the problem with being on telly for 15 years. You look at some of that fashion <laughs> back in the day. Those early T4 days, I'm looking at them like, Ooh! <laughs> I think you're the reason that label got yeah, big. You or got big. Yeah, you 
Right. It's really cheap to film out there. So a lot of um, a lot of big productions, film and television, are going out there to film. So there's a show called Black Sails, which essentially is a really kind of warts and all drama about um, piracy in like right. the 1700s. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's but it's it's really it's pretty authentic. It's kind of Game of Thronesy. It's kind of warts and all. You yeah. Know. And uh, what I love about South Africa is you go there and it's very can-do. And you, you, drive, you drive, I was driving down the motorway and saw three built-to-scale galleons when I was driving. And it was wow. enormous big ships. And I was driving past oh what are they? You know, that's Black Sail, so I downloaded wow. it. Right. So it's on the Stars Network. We can get it on iTunes. That's really good. And there's another show that I really enjoy called Man in the High Castle. I'm not heard of that. Is, oh, it's really good. It's good. And that's kind of, yeah, that's it's sort right of, it's really, that's an Amazon show. And that's really odd because that's a show about essentially... What would have happened if the Nazis had won the war? But they 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 got nuclear technology before uh, the Allies did. Steve, yeah. right. you've been political there because none of those shows can be uh, voted for in the NTAs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's giving us rip it back. Extenders, <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't it? Let's keep it real. Then he's just extenders and bake off. No, Poldock I loved. Yes, was brilliant. Poldock was good. Yeah, I loved. Uh, Dr. Foster's brilliant. Okay. Um, it's really good. Um, I love Game of Thrones. I know that's so, good, good, good man. But good Game man. of Thrones is probably my favourite show. Do you ever watch Big Brother? Do you watch? Are you been, been watching watch, this one? I watch the celebrity one from time to time. This one, though, have you, you seen, seen this one? one? A little this bit of it. I, there was a girl that auditioned for the X Factor. I didn't even know she was famous. She auditioned right. for the X Factor a couple of years ago, and she said she loved country music. And I was, like, you know, you sort of buy into that when you meet them. You go, really? Oh, great! Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So she went on stage, Megan, and then she did oh, loads of great. Really? really? Megan, she did country stuff, and then she, and then yes. there was a girl actually like country and then so she was up against her in boot camp and the other girl was better the other girl <laughs> the other girl is now Chrissy and she's in do you know a band called the Shires you, you, you guys wouldn't play but they're kind of they, and they're signed to an American label in Nashville wow. so she's doing really well and then there's Megan and Megan <laughs> so anyway, you know you know what expect is like you meet people and then they just they sort of you know they get knocked out and they you don't really see them again and then the next thing I know I, I don't watch the X on the Beach show so then the next oh, thing yes. I know, I just saw the big brother house so I'm looking at it going she made boot camp five years ago <laughs> what is she <laughs> She's a character in it. So and then she, yeah, and I'm watching out and reading the papers going, she's having a meltdown. And then, so I didn't know that she was on that X on the Beach show, right? Yeah. 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 She's yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. So I do watch it. Would you go on it? No. Not never. at this point, but would you ever? I never do anything. I think, look, when TV decides to retire me, which is always the way it works, <laughs> I'm going to do something else. So what would you do? What's the other thing? I don't thing know. I'd do? probably, I'd, st- I'd still work in telly, but okay. I, you know, I'd. Well, why are we talking about this? I'm, I'm still happening. Let's talk about your new TV show. New TV show. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the decline. Get away, Carl. Get away, Carl. Thank you. You've got to trust Ricky. Because <laughs> I was like, I saw, I saw a trailer for it over the weekend. It looks it? wicked. I haven't, I haven't, man, managed to watch it yet, but it looked absolutely. I don't even get like, three in a car, like, but if we do charity version, you three yeah. are. Yeah. It looks like, it looks gripping. It looks like, oh. like a total wipeout. Essentially, it's a team, a team that did Total Wipeout, and we sat down with them. When they pitched it to me like, about like this time last year, I thought, well, on paper, I, thought, I do want to do a show that took itself seriously. I didn't really yeah, want yeah. to do a game show, I, but I wanted to do like a, you know, some sort of family entertainment show. I'm yeah. leaving the X Factor and still want to do something on Saturday yeah. night. And, and then they showed me five minutes of couples answering questions with a blindfold on, driving around like some like rainy old car park in Shepherd's oh, Bush. Sorry. Trying to park in bollards, and, I'm, and within five minutes, I was like, "I'm going to do the pilot." <laughs> because when you put two people behind the wheel of a car, they they treat each other so badly. They it's argue so, so yeah, like people they love most in the world. 
yeah, are you guilty yeah, yeah. of that? Are you guilty? Oh, of that? I'm yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Can you um? Do you ever ask for like directions? Are you like a typical bloke that gets in the car and has to find his way himself, or do you actually stop and ask for directions? No, that male like ego button just kicks in. You don't yeah. even have any control over <laughs> exactly. it. You don't go. You mean that going to be a person who just like you may as well have local tattooed on their face. And you don't go. I'll find them. I'm, I'm alright. <laughs> I'm not a big Satnav fan, so I always like to try. I would like okay. to like. I'm a big Matt boy, so I always like to go. Oh, is it there? Is it right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so the idea is four rounds. Right. Yeah, uh, we've got five couples, four rounds, and then uh, at the end you get to race the stick with a ten-second head start. Seriously, so so cool. it's kind of money gate. So you, you know you've got ten seconds to, to 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 get away from the stick, and then if you're around the first corner, you know you're in for about six grand. So you, you'll hit one thousand, two thousand, four thousand. Oh, so Hopefully, so if the show works so well. Good. And we had a good first week, so fingers crossed. The nice thing is, what I loved about it working on The X Factor is that you knew that, you know, for all the criticisms of it, you knew that kids are watching with their mums, with their grands, and this has the same sort of flavour. So my sister, I I spoke to my sister afterwards, and I said, well, what did my niece think? And she said, oh, she loved it. I said, was she watching because of me? And my sister went, no, no, no. No, no, she didn't laugh at your bits. She just really, she just really enjoyed it, and it was so. That's, gonna, that's you know. the best criticism, yeah, yeah, yeah. though. Like, exactly. If they're not exactly. watching it for you, they're being honest. Speaking of the stick as well, is he allowed to ask questions? Yeah, I'm not. Did you audition for Top Gear? No, I said to my agent, "Are they being?" Because everyone, because you know when you read stuff in the papers, and most of it's obviously you know t- t- taken with yeah. a pinch of salt. Yeah. Uh, a source or a show inside and you're reading again. you just made that up. <laughs> um, I called my agent and went, have they been in touch because it says in the papers? And he went, no. And you haven't asked me to get in touch with them, so... You should do that. Would you I, do don't know, I, it, I don't think. When huh? I heard Would that, you your, name, for it? No, yeah, when I I heard that your name so. was uh, linked with it, we all went, that would work. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think the Top Gear audience, are, and I'm a car enthusiast, but I'm yeah, not exactly, expert. yeah. So I, I think, yeah, you know, I think an enthusiast is one thing, but you've got to be an expert. To right, okay. Yeah, oh. And I think, and, and also, if Chris is doing that show, you know that he'll be, you know, he'll be all over at Lockstock. And if I wanted to do it, if I was going to do something like that, I'd want to sort of, you know, help produce it as well. And, right, and yeah, you know, yeah. and Chris is always the man when he does the show. So, yeah. you know, you couldn't play second fiddle. Definitely. He's, you know, it's one of the reasons why. I'm in telly. I love Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. he's good. That was sort yeah. of, you know, back in the day, TFI and the radio is sort of like, he's such a consummate yeah. broadcast, yeah. isn't it? Well, listen, Dermot, good luck with your no, new no, show. No, no, no. Don't, 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 don't send him off. Well, where you, are we? Who's coming in? Who's coming in? Who's coming in next? <laughs> well, listen, Dermot, good luck with the NCAs this thank week. You, Make some noise for Dermot O'Leary. Thank, thank you, Ricky. So, is it because it's a Friday? Is it because you had a new job? Got rid of your ex? Haven't seen the girls or boys for a while? Why have you thrown a party and what for? Now, it can be for a massive celebration like a birthday or just because you can. I kind of want to go down the route of just because you can. So, the more random parties. Now, some of the most random parties that people have thrown um, are for these reasons, all right? So, your sister's getting a promposal. Do you know what that is? No, what well, go on. So it's when your sister get asked to the prom and they're so happy that you throw a party for them. Amazing. That's a really popular one in America. So people just throw parties because of that. Um, a lot of people throw parties because they've finally split up with their boyfriend or girlfriend or got divorced and they were happy to be those. divorced. Divorce parties, yeah. And yeah. I love this one. You're throwing a party because you're 20. This is your 20th birthday and it's a year before you're 21st. <laughs> just because you can. Oh so if you've got any examples as well, more than welcome to get involved. 08448 Two double three. So, Rick, you've got one, right? Yeah, the most random party that I've ever thrown anything for was because 
I didn't I didn't organise it. It was just a party <laughs> that was put on me by everybody, all, all the people that I know. And it was because it was a bank holiday weekend uh, and it was like the Sunday, so nobody had work on the Monday. And everyone just came round to my house, like just... Ring ding dong, someone came in. Another person, it's like they all organized it and didn't tell me. And they all bought drinks and stuff. And then they had a party at my house. And then, like, they stayed up, everyone stayed up all night. And then we went to Brick Lane the next day, which was quite fun. But, Perfect yeah. example. So, Kirsty, <laughs> what have you thrown a party for just because you can? This is a bit of a cruel one. And my brother, um, it was a couple of years ago, he got his first girlfriend, and I found out that she was coming round. <laughs> um, so, me and my other half and my two children and dressed up in the worst clothes we found in our wardrobe, turned up with a cake and threw a Mark's Got a Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it's like meet the fuckers. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit of a cruel big sister moment, but oh. it has to be done. All right, thanks, guys. Well, we don't need an excuse to throw a party in the studio. We're going to throw a party for no reason. Let's, yeah. right. Let's kiss breakfast. <laughs> right now, it's time for Melvin O'Dooms. What's the question? Ooh. You know how it works? I give you the answer. You need to work out the question so today's answer is no more parties in LA but what's the question remember it is quite often based on a news story <laughs> finally <laughs> finally <laughs> I know <laughs> the question <laughs> is, is this the first time ever the first time ever that he said something and I'm like I know that <laughs> yeah. but let's, let's play around oh, first right. let's play around. So, as I said it is based on a news story I was about to say the uh, person who should get it here is Ricky let's hope he what, gets it right genuinely you yeah, think genuinely. he's got it I think Ricky should be able to get this I've got it I've got it I heard this yesterday mm-hmm. shall I play along for fun then? Okay, play so along for fun Charles. Charlie what do you think the question is Ricks what is it <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be someone's got to stop throwing parties in LA so who could it be Justin Bieber could be Justin Bieber, but and he's a fan of Justin Bieber's Melbourne. Yep. So they've worked together last time. Real album, fan of know that story. Okay, obviously. so Justin Bieber has been asked to stop having something. What is it? <laughs> and the answer is no, no more, more parties, parties in, in LA. LA. I like that, Charles, but it's not right. Oh. I'm afraid. <laughs> All right, Ad, do you want to go? No more parties in LA. Mm-hmm. Think about who lives in LA the most. Mm-hmm. Got to go with like people like boxes, like maybe Mayweather. Okay. Craig David. No, he's Miami, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> You're not thinking along the right lines here. Oh, okay. It's not a celebrity. Change it up. It is about two celebrities. But you're not thinking on the right lines here. Taving. Calvin. Yeah, Calvin residencies, and DJs thingy. and residencies and stuff like that. It's a good one. Calvin and Taylor Swift. You're, you're warmer. You're warmer. I don't want my pen on his side. Thanks for helping me. <laughs> All right, so, Ricky, what do you think the question is? All right. Imagine if I'm wrong. It'd be epic. <laughs> it'd be hilarious <laughs> if you're wrong. But yesterday I heard, mm-hmm. I heard a song when I was online mm-hmm. of Kanye West. He's got a new track out with Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Okay. And it's called No More Parties in LA. So the question Yay! is, what is the name of Kanye West's new song with Kendrick Lamar? In your Ricky's face. right! Yay! I've got to go back to the drawing board, Charles. <laughs> so it's normally Charlie dropping a bombshell, normally around mid-July, Uh-oh. about Christmas coming or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that, <laughs> when it's completely out of season. I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> so walking around, bearing in mind this petrol station is like a mini supermarket, okay? So mm. it's like it's not like your average petrol station. So you get like all your, you can buy bread in there, milk in there, all that sort of stuff. So I'm walking around, and then I see one side of the shop completely and utterly covered... Floor to the ceiling 
with Easter eggs. Oh, no, but we've not had Valentine's Day yet. <laughs> exactly, Charles. Exactly that. Exactly that. Oh. Easter eggs from top to yes. bottom. Now, I'd actually heard about this on the grapevine. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's is wrong. It, when is it? Because it changes every year. Is it March this year or April? Is it the end of March this year, ain't it, I think? Easter's end of March, yeah. Yeah, okay. Good Friday, Easter right. Sunday. Right, right, right. But I want to find out if there's anybody out there that's actually indulged in this and, and bought an Easter egg already. But it was me, and I bought an Easter egg this early. I'd eat it. I'd eat it. And it's then I'd, just, I'd buy some... Like nearer the time I don't think I'd have the patience No, you get certain people that buy presents real yes. early January you might want to buy all your eggs for your family yeah. now but put was, them aside it was Christmas like three weeks it's, ago I think it's weird Rick's because it's Easter, it's an Easter egg it's food so it can go off so I'd buy it it's, cho- it's chocolate though. Yeah. it's chocolate yeah. but it can melt as well in yeah, your that's, house that's true so I'd, I'd leave it as late as possible with an Easter egg I've got you a gift Ricky I've got you a Toblerone and a Terry's chocolate orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have you seen what you can do with them now? No. What? Yeah, eat them. Have <laughs> <laughs> you heard of the Tobler orange? What? No. You take the segments from a Terry's chocolate orange oh, and slide it in the triangular shape of the Tobler orange. <laughs> and it makes a now? new kind of chocolate. I'm going to give it you. You can make it. We'll take a picture of it. It's amazing. Oh, Potentially, you could do that with any chocolate <laughs> and just put them together. <laughs> Basically, a chocolate sandwich. Yeah, for Ricky right now. But go. listen, if you guys have uh, bought an Easter egg and you've eaten it already or you're about to eat it, let us know. You can call us up 0844. Eight double one double two double three. My name's Simon. Basically, uh, my wife was walking around Debenhams on uh, on Saturday morning. There she sees it, a cup full of these little mini Easter eggs, sixty percent off. Bought four of them. Days. And how many of yeah. them have you eaten already? She's already opened one. The other three are for the young children, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they won't make it, I guarantee. <laughs> Hello, Kiss, who's there? Hi, this is Ria. Ria, are you calling about the Easter eggs? Yeah, I am, yeah. Go on, um, tell us. I've got a little boy. Um, he's four. Every year he loves having like an Easter egg hunt party with his friends. So nice. I've already started buying them. Like every week when I go shopping, like I'll buy like five quid's worth and otherwise like if I just leave it till Easter I'm just never going to have enough money for more. <laughs> have you uh, given any to your son and have you eaten any yourself yet? I've hidden them in the attic and they're not coming out till Easter. Yeah, it's a great it? place to go yeah. and eat them as well though <laughs> <laughs> if you want to have a one. Charlie is skilled in this matter. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> Can I just say as well I googled Rick so off the back of you talking about this because I definitely have eaten Easter eggs before before Easter yeah. and apparently seven years bad luck. What? If what? you eat seven? an Easter Egg, yeah. Seven years. Sorry, guys, if you've eaten like <laughs> a <laughs> cap with a on his mouth right now, freezing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you all. <laughs> so apparently, the average person makes 35 mistakes every single week, I'm and. Sorry, that was a mistake. Hey. <laughs> What's that? Thinking, what's he doing? That's your one for the day, go on. Hey. Apparently, we actually drop five clangers every single day each, right? So I've got the top ten most common mistakes that Brits make. Um, I'll just read a few out and let's mm-hmm. see how many of these we've all done, all right? Oh, so, yeah. okay. uh, number one, <laughs> calling someone by the wrong name. Mm, yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> hey, Mickey. <laughs> right, Tulip. <laughs> no, my name's Chi-Chi. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so forgetting someone's birthday Yeah, I do that all the time yeah. We're all probably a little bit guilty of that yeah, Sometimes, yeah. depends who the person is Yeah, 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 yeah that's fair Typing your pin incorrectly I did that just last week Have I've you done it done in that? a club before 
and that was embarrassing. Because <laughs> if you do it wrong a few times, they lock, yes. they lock your card. And then you've got to call the bank and that's just take ages. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done that before. All right, another one is sending a text message to the wrong person. Oh, man, I've done that. Have I've you? done that, yeah, yeah. There should be a way to stop that from happening. Yeah. To like re- Once it's gone, to recall it so they can't see it. You should have like a window of like 10 seconds or something. I think that's quite fair, actually. 10 yeah. second window. Oh, mate, All it's right, not so a good look. There's some of the top ones and I've got another six here. So here we go. Robin Schultz, Robin Schultzkoff, Robin Schultz. Schultz. Sugar is Ricky Melvin and Charlie kiss breakfast. I can never say the dude's name. <laughs> number one. Uh, number two. So call it. <coughs> <laughs> number three. So I think the only people with pets in the studio are Charlie and producer man. Not Adam's anymore, Kenneth. mate. My dog died last year. Yeah. But oh. thank you. <laughs> Oh, this is good. Um, <laughs> you never heard from her for a little while. You know what? You, you won't believe this. I can't remember my granddad's name. Because I call him Granddad. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's been a lot of videos about hoverboards yeah. on, online. I've seen a lot of people... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. Again. Again. Claiming to have, like, made them and actually, like, put them out of them and stuff. Adam K. Adam K. What mistakes? Adam K. You doctored that. You made it longer than what it actually was. Mean ginger. There you go. There's some of the top ten most common mistakes that us Brits make is Kiss Breakfast. For all the Kiss Breakfast videos and photos, check your timelines at KissFM UK. All right, so Ricky and Charlie, what makes... A bad password. Something is dead easy, is it not? A bad password. It depends what you mean on bad, because bad could be one that you easily forget. Say, for example, you have yeah. to put a username in, and they go, right, that username's not available, so you have to have a new one. And then you try, like, seven times, and they still don't give you one. So then they give you one of theirs, and it's like, Charlie Hedges, one, two, seven, nine, one, four, one. <laughs> Exclamation like, mark. It's yeah. one of yeah. special characters. Things like, like them passwords, you're never going to remember. I okay. think the worst thing that you can do as a password is doing the most easy password that most people do, which is one, two, three. Three, four, five, <laughs> six. That's yeah. the worst thing you can do. Well, in front of me, I've got a list of the most popular passwords in the world. And this is data pulled from stolen password dumps when sites have been hacked. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a little experiment. I'm going to read out the top five. And if I've read out your password, the first thing you need to do is change it. The next thing is I want you guys to call us so I can make sure that you've changed your password. Okay. I'm trying to help you guys out there out. All right. So these are the top five. At number five is QWERTY. You know, like QWERTY keyboard? Yeah. Okay. At number four is football. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At number three is ABC123. <laughs> At number two is 1234567, like yeah. the one Ricky said. Yeah. And at number one is login. All right. <laughs> now, if I've said your password and you're like, oh my goodness, Melvin just said it. First thing you need to do is change it. Next thing you need to do is call us 08448 I want to make sure that you guys change your passwords. Have you changed um, your one? Because it was Melvin Kiss, wasn't it? It, uh, it was actually uh, Kiss FM. Have yeah. you changed that? <laughs> I have changed it now, guys. All right? So I've now changed my password, so I want you guys to change it as well. Call us 08448 Morgan, where are you calling from? Uh, Cumbran. So did we just read out your password? Yeah, you did indeed, yeah. No, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which one was it? Football. Football. <laughs> who, who do you support, Morgan? Uh, Man United. Nice, nice. <laughs> and how long has that been your password for? Uh, ten years. Ten years. <laughs> Please tell All me right. you've just changed it. Oh, well, I'm driving from the gym, so I'll change it in a minute. Yeah. All right. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. ASAP. You have just given the world your password. Just yeah. saying. All right. So be careful. Good luck on your Facebook page. Change it to Football One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Man right. United. Yeah. Hello, Kiss. Who's that? Hello, it's Mo. Mo, how you doing? Not too bad. And have we uh, just read out your password? Yeah, you did. Which one was it? <laughs> ABC123. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. Jackson <laughs> 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 5 over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So how long has that been your password for? About three years. Three years? <laughs> All right, have you already changed it? No, I'm driving. I'll change it as soon as I get to work. All right, do don't do forget, it. OK? Make sure you do. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. <laughs> nice one. Thanks for your call. <laughs> See you later, Mo. Well, there you go. We've helped two people out there with some really easy passwords. <laughs> All right, check this out. Have you ever had a harmless bet with your mates which you thought was actually impossible to lose? So impossible that you're like, you make a ludicrous claim. Like, for example, if someone said to me, I bet Melvin can grow hair. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> if Melvin could grow an afro, I will run across, like, <laughs> London naked, <laughs> right? You made it. Could you think you cannot lose this bet? Well, <laughs> cue the Newcastle United football owner, Mike. Ashley, right? Oh, nice. So Newcastle have been in a bad run of form this season. They haven't been having the best of seasons. So he was up against at the weekend uh, West Ham, your team, Charlie. Yeah. If we do win this game, I'll buy everybody a jacket, right? Uh- if you register <laughs> via his website. Wow. The team went on and won the game. What? So, so he... When he said everyone, what, the fans or the football players? The fans, bro. Yeah, the, the fans. that registered on his Facebook on his, page. On his Facebook yeah, page. Yeah. So 45,000 <gasps> 45, fans registered, right? Oh, he didn't think they were going to win the game. When he tallied up the price, he's got to now fork out £2.4 million. No, no. no. No, 2.4 million pounds on uh, jackets for people that cost fifty nine ninety nine. And is so he going to do it? He's, 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 he's put a statement that said he's actually going to do it. That's amazing. So he's going to fork out 2.4 million pounds. But listen, if you guys have actually ever made a bet that you thought was impossible to lose, but you actually lost it, what was your ridiculous claim? Call us up and let us know. 08448 It's Laurel. Where are you calling from? Blackheath, Black South London, brilliant stuff. Have you got a story for us? My mum bet me that I couldn't cut a bit of jelly in half with chopsticks and she bet me £500. <gasps> And did, did you she? manage to do it? Yeah. Yeah! yeah. Hey. <laughs> did she give you £500? Yeah. <laughs> Have you spent it yet? No. Nah. It's, <laughs> it's in the bank, is it? Good, good. That's probably the best thing to do. Keep it in the bank. Save it for university. Guide, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you think that we've all like the Twitters, the Instagrams and various dating sites now. You'd think it'd be pretty easy for people to find partners, wouldn't you? Yeah. You yeah. kind of would. However, um, we mentioned this earlier on last week as well, but apparently two million people across the nation are actually in a relationship with someone who isn't right for them. Now, I don't know about you boys, but there's only one woman who knows what they're talking about when it comes to this sort of stuff. So right now, we're joined by Dr. Linda Papadopoulos. Yeah! Yeah. She's back. How are you, Linda? I'm good. How are you? Really good, thank you. So um, (laughs) we have spoken to you before. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about your um, survey at the minute. I'm working with eHarmony, and we're looking at breakups, right? And one of the most interesting stats I've seen in a while came out. The average person knowingly stays in an unhappy relationship for up to four years. Wow. 
yeah, I think we've all been there, right? When you when you know you're unhappy in a relationship and you kind of you're thinking, okay, things will change, and then you're thinking, well, actually, even if they don't change, maybe things are out there are even worse. And I don't know what you guys think. It always really gets to me when people are made to feel kind of less than because they've been single for a while, or I, I just think it's a really unfair thing. Lovely, yeah, Charles. lovely, um, <laughs> lovely way in there for me to talk about the boys then in in that case. So, um, Linda, Ricky, and Melvin were trying to get them a girlfriend in 2016. What advice would you give to them? Yeah. Why are you laughing so much? <laughs> well, Linda, the normal setup, the normal setup that Adam and Charlie do is, oh, we've known these guys for a long time, and we've, they've only had a handful of girlfriends. So we're going to try and get them a girlfriend. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah, like, not... like we're doing something wrong. No. That's why I didn't say that. When people talk about what they want out of relationships, I think sometimes that's sort of hard to define. I think what's sometimes easier is knowing what you don't want, knowing what your non-negotiables are. And and those are really important. I agree with you, Linda, but the, the problem with that, when you're dating someone like for the first time, you don't, my friends always say you don't meet them, you meet their representative. Yes. And everyone's always on best behaviour. Yeah, you don't actually yeah. really meet the person that you're dating, essentially. <laughs> you're dating a fake <laughs> in the beginning. So it's you're hard dating for you. PR. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's hard for you to get to that stage. The thing is, I'm the opposite to Ricky. I quite like a first date because of that reason. You actually get the best of that person and the excitement as well. That's because fruit. you're off after the second date. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stick around for too long, that's why. Well, do you know what? I think, um, yeah, you are definitely someone that we all need to listen to in the studio. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. Thank that was you so, so interesting. much Thank as you, well Linda. for talking to us Great again. To speak to you guys. Thanks, Take Linda. Take care. Bye. So guys, how many text messages do you send? I'm not talking about WhatsApp. I'm not talking about emails or tweets. I'm just talking about text messages. I only I don't actually realize that I'm sending a text until it actually sends and I realize that the person that I've sent it to it hasn't turned on my iPhone. It hasn't turned blue okay. and it turns green that's when it's actually a text message right. if it turns blue it's an iMessage isn't it yes you're right So, um, and that's quite rare so I'm going to say not that many text messages how many a day a day well yeah. go to like the last day and then yeah. see how many we've all sent in the, the last day yeah like yeah maybe one idea, or two yeah I'd say maybe one if that I've sent three Parents yesterday like to text, okay well look my mum and dad yeah. um, my brother because he don't really use WhatsApp and if you WhatsApp him he don't reply until like three years later and then yeah. you've already got the answer and another friend of mine yeah yeah I'd, I'd say one a day because my brother's on uh, he's got an Android phone so every now and again he messages me via text um, I don't know why he doesn't do it on WhatsApp it annoys me <laughs> <Same> <laughs> he, he, he texts he text me and then I reply and then go oh I could have just said that to him on WhatsApp <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I'm like Ricky. I think I do one a day. So Charlie's saying three. Now, the number of text messages being sent has fallen in the past year by six billion. Wow. Yes. We sent 130 wow. billion texts in 2015. Wow. Now, to celebrate wow. this, I want us to play a little game. No, you're now, not having my phone. No, 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 no. We are. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Now, let's get a little bit of tension in the yeah, place. Here we are, I feel oh, no. In front of me, I have a box. Within this box... There's three pieces of paper. Start deleting. Start deleting. I on one no, piece of paper. There's Ricky. If you don't tell us what Melvin this is, Charlie, on three pieces of paper. Yeah, go Now on. I'm going to pass the box. I'd like to know. To producer yeah, man Adam K. Stop deleting. No, producer no. man Adam K. Adam can check it afterwards as well to <laughs> verify. Right. Three bits of right? paper. What do you want me to do, Melv? Now he's going to pick one piece of paper at random, just Policy. one. Um, and okay? then what? That person's name. We're going to read out, to and that who? person will hand over their phone to the other remaining members. 
You're going to unlock your phone and we can send out a text message to anyone what, one person? in your phone. One person, Drum roll. one text. Here we go. Are you ready for that name? Genuinely, you've, you've seen me text. What, have you just picked it? Just keep deleting, Charles. Don't stop. No, you don't need to delete because right, just, you're just sending out a message to yeah, one person. Yeah, but you'll look through and go, oh, I'd like to... <laughs> yeah, that's 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 I'm stupid. Read that. He just wants my mate's number. Okay, so can you read out the name, Ricky? Says Melvin. Seriously, Melvin wrote that as well. I promise. I beautifully. I can't believe he put his own name in the box. Hang on, so hang on, and you didn't specify. So we get one each because there's two remaining people. No, Charlie, you know you heard. No, you heard. You heard. Stick around. We'll do this next. Right, you lot, check this out. A new report released today has revealed for the first time the top taste bud tongue twisters leaving us speechless when we go for dinner right now in the national pronunciation test more than two thirds of us like 69% of the nation unknowingly mispronounce super popular so called foods when you're, when you're actually trying to, to order food alright so here to educate us on the rights and wrongs of pronunciation and shine the light on the way certain words can leave us tongue tied confused or mistaken is Catherine Sangster head of pronunciation from the renowned Oxford English Dictionary. Yeah. Hello. Okay, so uh, just give us a little explanation as to why you are an expert on pronunciation. Well, I work for Oxford English Dictionary and I'm head of pronunciations, which just means I keep an eye on all of the pronunciation recommendations that we give. People can see pronunciations written down, but also if you go to our dictionaries online, we're introducing audio so you can hear the audio as well. Oh, such a good idea. Really clever. Excellent. Idea. So you are an absolute qualified authority on pronunciation. All right, so what I've done I'm going to give the guys here some words to read out. They're going to read them, and then if need be, you're going to correct them and give them the right pronunciation. Is that okay? That's fine, yeah. All right, brilliant. So, Charlie, you're up first. Uh, What's first on your list, Charles? I don't know. Adam told me how to say this. (laughs) Give give it a a go, Charlie. Say say what you see, Charles. Quinoa. Catherine, is that correct? Uh, we recommend quinoa. It's um, it's a word from Spanish. And wow. the, o, the O is like, you treat it like a W, quinoa. But pe- a lot of people do say quinoa. What you often get when a word comes in is, there's, like some pronunciations are very much like the original language and some that are re- really inspired by the spelling. And then as they get better known, they kind of settle down. So quinoa is a fairly new one. I think that's why that one. Charlie, check out the quinoa it. salad at Nando's this weekend. That's just ridiculous, though, because that is not spelled like well, it's that. it's spelled Q-U-I-N-O-A. Yeah. It's quinoa, but it's pronounced quinoa. Quinoa. Yeah, okay, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Right. interesting. Right, Mel, what's first on your list? Uh, Prosecco. It's spelled P R O S C I U double T O. Sorry. Ah, uh, yeah, it's not the drink; it's the ham. And how's it pronounced? Prosciutto. Prosciutto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought it was just Prosecco spelled incorrectly. <laughs> I thought it was Prosecco as well, Mel. I was exactly the same. All right, Charles, you're up next. I'm going to say ciabatta. Yeah, I was going to say spelled C-I-A-B-A-T-T-A. Ciabatta. Is that right? Oh, I got it. What are you? Yeah, don't make me die. She loves a ciabatta. She loves a ciabatta. Mel, what have you got next? Uh, Chorizo. Spelled C-H-O-R-I-Z-O. Well, that one, in Spanish, it's chorizo or chorizo. 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 Okay, cool. All right, Charles, what have you got next? you know what? I love this sauce. It's the white sauce. It's a Greek sauce, and it's spelled T-Z-A-T-Z-I-K-I. 
Now, if you were in a restaurant and you had to order this, how would you say it? Oh, that, would... please, let's do it. That's what I would do. I'd, I'd like that one there. Do you know what to say, middle finger. No, I'd use my middle finger. <laughs> point at it. All right, but I'm going to throw it out there because this is, you know, it's a learning curve today. So let's go for tzatziki. Tzatziki. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's like um, tzatziki or tzatziki. We struggle with that because we don't do tzatziki. We don't do that sound at the beginning of a syllable. So right. I, went for, I was kind of for it. Half a point. Yay! Well done, Charles. I'll have some tzatziki. Don't mess with our food, bro. You'll probably read it backwards, to be fair. Right, Mel, what have you got next? Uh, guacamole. Yeah, that's good. Go on, Melv. Straight well, in there. Smell. Charlie. I know this one. I want to say gnocchi because you take the G off. Yeah, gnocchi's perfect. Yeah. Well it's, in Italian, it's In Italian, it's gnocchi, but we, we like the tzatziki one, we don't do gnocchi at the beginning of syllables, so when it gets anglicised, gnocchi is perfect. We do do that. When you get it wrong, we go gnocchi. <laughs> 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 you idiot. <laughs> go on, Melv. Uh, the next one is Avicii's favourite food, ceviche. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pronounce that, mate. I've never even seen it before. All right, so Catherine. And this one's spelled C-E-V-I-C-H-E. Yeah, and you got it right, ceviche. I think the pitfall with that one is people see it and they sometimes think it's French, so they say something like ceviche. Oh, well done, Mel. Good yeah, work. Good work. Nice. All right, so there we have it. Catherine's helped us out with some pronunciations. Hopefully, we've helped you guys out too. Yeah. Nice one. Thanks so much for that, Catherine. So it's Rick and Melvin and Charlie Kids Breakfast about five minutes ago or so. Melvin <laughs> gave us some stupid facts about sending text messages. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Blurred. Oh anyway, God. basically, um, he lost a bit of a challenge, a bit of a dare that he set up himself. Uh, myself and Ricky have now got his phone. We get one chance each to send a text message <laughs> to someone in his phone because he lost. He lost his own game, fools. He lost his own game. I can't believe he put his own name in the mix to be because right. I knew you would check afterwards well, and be like, oh, you haven't put your own name. Honestly, Mel, Lovely story. But, uh, Rick, guys, so you text him first. Guys, guys. <laughs> if you can see what I can see right now. <laughs> right now. That's not part of the game. Hurry up, I That's go. Not, do not be, don't go through my personal messages. Hurry up, I want to go. You heard me explain the rules earlier. It's one message, one person. Don't be reading through my text messages. One message each. We've got Ricky. What All right. Well, I, I'd like to just like try and um, <laughs> decipher who we should, you know, who we should message. So there's a few names in there. Yeah. Listen, before you read anything, just remember the karma. Listen, if you had my phone, you'd be doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take my chance while I've got it. <laughs> With both hands. <laughs> so, there's a number of lovely ladies in here. Oh, uh, no. Mel. All with similar names. Uh, we've got Paris Boff Kistri. Oh, yeah! <laughs> we've got Natasha Boff X Factor. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Mum's labelling system is immense. There's, there's more. There's Laura Super Boff Insta. <laughs> I'm happy with you going that one because she got a super. <laughs> so we're going to a super buff Insta. Oh, <laughs> no, you're trying to get your girlfriend. No one is struggling. Look at this, you can't choose. These are all like active uh, conversations, right? Now. <laughs> I'm sweating again. You are actually sweating. Oh my gosh! Right, so so it's Laura Buff Insta. I'm just gonna go. Hey, Claire. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. 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 Hey. <laughs> no, Ricky, how much do you want? How much do you want? Ricky, how much? Name your price. Name your price, bro. <laughs> no, wait. Hey, Claire. Miss you. <laughs> Love Melvin. <laughs> Ricky, please. Rich, I beg you. <laughs> it's too late, it's done. Oh, yeah. All right, time for our Ricky Haywood Williams question of the day. Oh, yeah. Come on. Today's is a recent survey reveals that women burn 14,000 calories a year doing this. But what is oh, it? Oh, here we go. It's going to be all the rubbish ones. Go on, Mel. Moaning. Talking. Talking. Shopping. Women burn 14,000 calories a year doing this. What is it? Now, I, I'm not a calorie counter, yeah. so I didn't even... Is that a lot of calories, Charles? Is that a lot? Yeah, it is. We yeah, just burn 3,000 a day, roughly 4,000 yeah. a day, depending on who Okay, so that's not, not that, that's not that much then. No. In a year as well. So is that's that not in a, a year? Lot at all, really. This is in a year. No, it's not a lot then. All right. Kissing. Picking up our handbags. <laughs> Cooking. Something like putting on their makeup is, is a value. Oh my word. If that's the case, I'm applying more. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> I was joking, by the way. You better be. I'm coming over there. Oh and the husband of the year award goes to <laughs> Adam Kerry. No one ever said that. Make a publication's solid suggestion. I, I might go for that. I think that's uh, a great Ritz. shout. I might go for that. Makeup, Melv. I can't really think of anything else. I'm going to say lifting bags, like handbags, or shopping well. bags. Yeah, yeah. If you go clothes shopping or whatever, that's quite good. Because I'll tell you what, if Shoe you go to a good shop, girls, yeah. and you get home the next day, you are aching. It is definitely <laughs> worth going shopping. What are you buying? Steaks. All right, Charlie, you're saying. Going shopping. Yeah, because you do ache after if you've been out all day. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never ached after being out shopping. You want to come shopping, Rick? <laughs> no, I'm all right, I'm all right. <laughs> uh, producer man Adam Kay, my makeup as well. Yeah, I think it's a good, really good suggestion. You and Mel go for the same thing a lot these days, you know. That's because they live together. Yeah, that's true. Great right. minds, Ricky, really great minds. Saying makeup. All right, so, <laughs> fools never differ. A survey reveals... That <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. A survey reveals that women burn 14,000 calories a year doing this. Please what is it? Right. Producer man Adam K and Melvin then falls reckon that it's makeup. Well, it could be hairspray. Yeah, yeah. Like adding all of that. Lipstick. Like doing your getting hair. Ready, getting, getting ready. For ready. Stuff. Yeah, getting ready. Getting ready. Sprucing yourself up. Yourself okay, up. All right. I like that one better. Right. Sprucing yourselves up, ladies. And Charlie is saying going shopping because you've got to lift bags, you've got to like walk around shops, you've got to try stuff on. Exercise, I'm telling you. It's a lot of exercise if you go shopping with Charlie Hedges or your average female. <laughs> I can tell you. That. Come on. Melvin and Adam, you are way off. Right. Charlie, she's right. She's bang on the money. Seriously. 14,000 calories a year shopping. Wow. That's serious. <laughs> oh, my word. I'm going, that is seriously. You don't have to go to the gym. Just go shopping That's every right, day. Yeah, but then you're wasted money. <laughs> 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 I've never been going to the gym. Expensive trip I never go to the gym. Well done, Charlie. Well done, Charlie. This morning, Melvin's been giving us some uh, really... Interesting information about, about text messages. <laughs> what was it, Mel? Was it? Yeah, um, it was a fact about text messages falling. I'm so confused. By <laughs> 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 I love, oh, whenever it gets flustered, there's always beads of sweat. No, the fact that uh, it was a fact about uh, the, the falling amount of text messages, uh, they've fallen by six billion. And to cut a long story short, you started a quiz and it backfired, which meant we get your phone, Ricky. Well done. 
Jordan for sending a message out. Charlie, you you've much. now got Melvin. That wasn't what I suggested, yeah. though. Well, it was one person, <laughs> one message. Too late. Where's my phone? I'll tell you what, I've got your phone right now. So I get to send one more message. I'll tell you what, you're priceless, Melvin. You're absolutely priceless. I don't even need to go far down the text messages. So what can you see, Charlie? Basically, what can't I see? Um, so basically, there's someone. <laughs> there's someone who is funny. <laughs> Bristol who? Thank you, Jordan. I'm He's met up with his personal life. This is not me. This is serious. I'll take it from Bristol. This person would have contacted him. He would have given her his number, forgot about her. She would have messaged him and he would have gone, oh. <laughs> I don't remember who this is. <laughs> but I know this is from Bristol. Uh, <laughs> so I'll say we're uh, Bristol who? Uh, <laughs> and then go and check it. Uh, what's that? So, <laughs> I know exactly how his brain works. So I'm just going to message and say, hey, it's oh. Melvin. Sorry. <laughs> it's taken so long to ask. <laughs> but what is your name again? <laughs> what is your name again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys are having a great oh day. Oh my Thanks for making me at the Madison. <laughs> I need, I need, I need to buy a ticket to go <laughs> to Ghana. I say in the country. So there we go, Melv. Um, that was a quiz that backfired. Uh, Ricky sent a message on your behalf to somebody who we don't know. And Charlie's done the same. Let's wait for those responses, yeah? We're still waiting for those responses. That is going to be radio gold. Can I, have my phone? I want my phone back. <laughs> uh, that's enough. I don't have to do responses. Well, come on. It's Ricky Melvin and Charlie Kiss Breakfast. Right now we are joined by Ice Cube because of Kevin Hart's not here yet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, Cube. Yeah, you know where he is, man. All right, now, Cube, we're very excited because you're performing at Coachella this year. Yes. Now I've heard a rumour in the grapevine that you, you might be bringing the members of NWA back for your performance as well. Now, what's happening? Talk to us, man. I mean, you know, the word might is... <laughs> we should underline that because I haven't got a confirmation from everybody, right. you know, but I have a feeling they're going to want to be down. You right. know, I just got to, you know, reach out and make sure it happened. So who have you spoken to? Nobody. <laughs> I haven't spoken to nobody, but you know, I know Ren gonna be down. I know yeah, Yella yeah. gonna be down. Yeah. You know, it's just really about working out anything with Dre, his schedule, or anything. Or you know, he might just say, "Man, I'm too busy counting money." <laughs> <laughs> Now, listen, if it happens, right, let's say yeah. if everyone says, look, Cube, we want to do it, we're going to be there, tell us the date, tell us the time. I wanted to, you know, brainstorm an idea with you. Now, obviously, in the past, <laughs> they had uh, Tupac as a hologram. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have Easy e as a hologram? That'd be big. I mean, it's been done before, you know, I think uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony yes. did it. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if I want to reprise that. Right. You know, it's just kind of... You know, walking over the same territory that, uh, you know, Dre blew it up when he did it with Tupac. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You yeah. do know as well that if you take his idea, he will be after you for 50% of that. <laughs> hey, man, you know, I ain't heard nothing. I don't know what he's talking about. What idea? If I see that happen, you came up with that I by myself. On the first place. 
Man, I, th- I was talking to somebody about that about five weeks ago, man. I don't know what you're talking about. That ain't no original idea. Can I at least get some free tickets or something? Man, it's a long line for free tickets, too. Everybody want to go to that thing. Yeah, man. yeah, It's yeah. like, I got people that don't normally ask me for nothing. It's really? like... Man, can I, uh, you know, I want to bring my son to Coachella. Is it cool? <laughs> like, dude, I don't even never hear from you. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, you're smashing it film-wise. Are we going to hear some more music from you, some more original new music from Ice Cube? Of course. Uh, I had to put down my record. I was working on a, uh, on music called Everything's Corrupt. That was the record. I had to put it down because, you know, we started producing uh, Ride Along 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were filming straight out of Compton at the same time right. on two different wow. parts of the coast. So wow, wow. one of them was on the east coast of the United States, and you know, uh, straight out of Compton was on the west coast. And so I just had to put the music down right. to be able to focus on both mo- movies and make sure they come out right. Yeah, you know, I wanted to make sure that they came out right. And uh, is Kevin Hart here yet? <laughs> <laughs> Damn man, you know that dude is always late, man. <laughs> Y'all must have some nice strip clubs out here. Was he out yesterday? Yeah. So hang on. So you don't roll with with Hart when he's out raving? No, Kevin got his own plane. He won't... uh... He won't let nobody ride on it, you know. What I mean? <laughs> You're not either stripping or gambling. You can't ride on his plane. <laughs> right, so let's talk about the movie Straight Out Compton. Congratulations yeah, yeah. on your Oscar nomination. Thank you. Best original screenplay. Big look. Yes. Big look. Yep. Um, but did you guys, when you were putting this film together, did you think that it was going to have such a massive impact on the people that went to go and see it? We was hoping. You yeah. know, we. You know, when you're doing a movie. All you can do, it's like cooking a great meal. Mm-hmm. All you can do is start with your ingredients. You know what I mean? You start putting it together. It's smelling right, looking right, tasting right. And you know when you serve it that it should be right. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. that's how we felt. We felt like we had a movie that was beyond people's expectations. Yeah. And that, you know, hopefully the movie would would be successful beyond our expectations. Yeah. And, and that's what happened. How did you go about just getting all the information? Because obviously you're re- reenacting real life. Things yes. that have happened and, and passed in the in the past. So did you get everybody involved? Well, that's where the writers came in. You know, right. a lot of people was wondering, like, why did we get writers to write this? Well, you do that to get a pure story. You yeah. want you want to hear everybody's version of what happened. Yeah. And you want somebody independent of the group right. to put all that together. Mm-hmm. And then you go in and maybe work on the dialogue, you know, we didn't say that, yeah, we said yeah, this, yeah. and just kind of, that's how it came together. So you definitely need great writers to research all this material and then put it together in a comprehensive movie. Yeah. So it's a process, and, um, you know, that's why they're up for an Academy Award, because, uh, yeah, you know, absolutely. it was the process of putting all this information together. The fact that there's a connection with your son and yourself was so just, nice. that made it just special. made it so authentic, so good. Yeah. What was it like for you watching that? Oh, man, it was like a dream come true mm-hmm. stuff. You know, you hope your sons, you know, when you put them in a position to do great, you hope they win. You know, you hope yeah. they do. 
And he stepped up, you know, he knocked it out the park, and, um, you know, I'm so proud of it. Do you think there's room for a a follow-on from this movie? Because your story's a a great story to tell. Obviously, the connection with people like Snoop, people like Eminem. Do you think there could be, like, a straight-out Compton Park, too? I mean, of course, you know, it could be. You know, it'd take a massive (laughs) amount of work, you know, because the first one, it really took... You know, over 10 years to really pull it all together. And we really got momentum in the last four. So, you know, you don't want to do it sloppy. You don't want to just do it because it's a good idea. But you only want to do it if you can make it into a great movie. So it's a lot of factors that got to come in. It's it's like, man, I don't even want to think about (laughs) it. It's monumental. I'd love to see it because you're one of the reasons why I got into hip hop in the first place. I was saying to Charlie, like, it was a good day. Used to get played all day long in my mom's house and she was upset. (laughs) That's that's like the the foundations of hip hop for me. Your music, Mm. Snoop, Dre, all of that. It's a big deal. I think we've got an intruder, by the way. Oh, man, finally. Come in, you lot. Bless us with his presence. Oh, Oh, damn. damn. Finally. You see? You see? He don't even care. These are my friends. These are my family in here. Yeah, man. Don't don't talk to me in here. This is family in here. We know you're just getting out the strip club. We already know. This is family in here. We go back in here. Yeah, don't come in. You see, he's trying to to smooth it over. Smooth what over, man? We family, right? This is my people. These are my folks. I can come in 20 minutes. It's late. Listen, in the UK, first of all, brother, I'm huge. Out here. They, they love me out here, man. These are my guys. What time did you get here? Hey, brother, what I was on time. He's been here all day. I was on time. What time did you get here, man? Hey. It was on time, I yeah, you know, was. Was 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 well, First of all, outside, I had to save a baby. Let me tell you what happened. Yeah, right. Don't nobody know what happened. Okay. Look, I saw a ride along two bus, right? I go, oh my God, look at that bus with ride along two on it. I turn around, a baby. Baby might have been nine months. Baby had coffee in her hand. Baby was souped up, ran in the street. I stopped the car. You know, I'm in the gym. I put one arm out, stopped the car. When the car stopped, I grabbed the baby with this hand, and I'm like, oh my God, everybody's clapping on the street. They're like, oh, they're like, Mike, good job, Mike. Everybody's like, good job, right? Now, after that happens, Cube, here's the crazy part. Yeah, what's the crazy crazy part? I I think I'm hearing the crazy part. After I had the baby in the hand, everybody's clapping. I then had to find the mother of the baby. Is that right? <laughs> Is that right? You ever had a baby in your arm and start asking people, you had a baby are, you your arm mom? 15 are you the mom? Are you the mom? Are you the mom? I asked, I asked a thousand people, where was you at? Where hey, was my me, co-star let, at? let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Was it a boy or a girl? See, that's what I'm saying. He's lying. He got me. Y'all, he got me. The one thing I forgot to think of. I had everything else, King. I had everything else but the, but the gender of the baby, King. I didn't think. Listen, we run out of time. We're going to go. Oh, man, yeah. Thank you. See you later. This is great, guys. So I got here on time. I got it. I got here with enough time to put a punctuation on it. I got here on time. I'd love to how many questions we're going to actually get to ask you guys because you're cracking us up already. We love you. So let's talk about the movie briefly, quickly yes, before we go on to everything it. else. Right. Let's talk yes, about yes. it. We've had the first one. We've had Ride Along 2, which yes. is amazing. Third one. We want to go straight in with that one. Is there going to be another one after this? Are we going to see you guys back together? Because we know it's a hit. We know. know it's a hit. We know it's well, a hit. Well, you know, we, we would love to do a third one. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we got our heart set on it. You know what I mean? But... <laughs> 
Kevin, he's charging. <laughs> you know how much it costs to get Kevin Hart? I don't know what he's talking about. Two months on a movie? This is ridiculous. Kevin, the guns, by the way. Oh, man, you know, listen, guys. Look, man, I'm eating right. Listen, we want to. We definitely want to do uh, a ride along three. You know, uh, Cube, Cube, and myself's goal is to have a franchise on our hand. Aww. And right now, you know, in the states, our movie took off. There's no doubt in my mind that we'll do a ride along three. But Yay. we got a lot of work to do with ride along two before we start talking about ride along three. Buddy. All right, so Cube, you've had uh, you've come from a you know a tough background. You've come mm. through it. What's been the hardest thing mm. you've had to deal with? <laughs> Has it been working with Kevin Hart? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You see what I got to deal with? Now you ask me what's the hardest thing I have to deal with in my career? It's dealing with Kevin Hart, man. <laughs> The Crips, the Bloods, dope dealers ain't got nothing on this dude right here, man. Now, now in the film, uh, Q, Kevin dates your on-screen sister. Yes. Could yeah. that happen in real life? Could he date someone in your family? If he was single, would you allow him into the Q family? Hey, you know what? I got two sisters. He can have them both because he got money now. <laughs> so, you can have them both. Take that pressure off of you. Yeah, man. All right, Just, all right, all right. Yeah, man, you know what I mean? You get married, have a couple of babies. <laughs> Divorce his ass and listen. Go to Vegas. <laughs> After the second baby, cash out, baby. Um, I've got to ask you for a bit of advice, if you don't mind. Basically, Rick and Melvin were trying to get them a girlfriend in 2016 because they've been single for, like, ever. Um, And now I ask you, I know you've been with your lovely partner for, like, 25 years, uh, 23 years. Which which is so nice to hear. And And they're happy. And like, I've seen them. They're happy. Which is like, lovely. It's but not fake at all. These two, <laughs> these two ain't happy. So what can we do to get them a girlfriend? Have you got any, any advice? Oh, uh, man. You know, Kevin know an ar- array of I, I, low... I don't know what you're talking about. Ass, I know what you're talking about. You know, girls of the night. I don't know what you're talking about. I left that life a long look. time ago. Guys. You only got an hour, so <laughs> <laughs> you better make it fast. <laughs> Because after that next hour, he come to the door now. <laughs> come on, y'all. Y'all got to come out of there. It's going to cost me double. You know what's crazy, though? I'm going to be honest with you. It's weird. You find you you find yourself in, rela- in a relationship where you're not trying to be in a relationship. Right. My goal was to be in the streets. And I got divorced. I said, I'm about to throw this thing in the dirt. I'm rolling the dice every time, baby. What happens? What happens, happens. And I just stumbled into a good woman. And I was like, I don't know if I can let this one go, man. I, this one, this one isn't That's like nice. the rest of them. Ain't no scars on her or nothing. That's a, <laughs> no bullet wounds, yeah. underwear, <laughs> no uh, stretch marks. Yeah, like that when, that's your sign of a good woman when they when they underwear not loose at all and they don't roll up on the side. You know, if you ever see a girl who panties a little rolled up on the side, get out, get out, brother. That's not gonna last, man. She ain't had no bumps on the back. I was like, all right, this, this might be it. Right? Oh, I think the moral is oh don't God. look. 
The Oscars are coming up. It's, gonna, yeah. it's hosted by Chris Rock. Yeah, That's his legend is. as well. Yes. Now, we've, we've always said that we think you should host the mm-hmm. Oscars at yeah. some point. So we've got a little game for you, Q. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Inspired by Kevin Hart. Okay. <laughs> We're calling it Heart Rate. You yes. need to rate <laughs> Kevin Hart against other hosts from the Oscars. Okay. okay. Who's funnier, Kevin Hart? Or 2013 host Seth MacFarlane. Kevin Hart. Are you serious? Good job, Come on, give me some serious questions. Start off easy. Start off easy. We're going to go for a girl. So, Kevin Hart or 2014 host Ellen DeGeneres. Kevin Hart. What are y'all talking about, man? Good job, Keith. Who's funnier, Kevin Hart or 2015 host Neil Patrick Harris? Huh? <laughs> Are y'all serious? <laughs> no, Patrick Harris. What are you talking about? What are Kevin, Kevin, Kevin is the funniest. Yeah, yeah, you gotta host it, man. You, I mean, you know, listen, it'll it'll happen when it's supposed to. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a firm believer in patience. Uh, I don't rush anything. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my guy Chris Rock, who's hosting yeah, it this year, man. I support. Shout him. out to Chris Rock. I uh, support you, man. Yeah, man we Go stand out there and do your thing. Do yeah. your thing, Chris. We we support you, man. You're not only a friend, but you're a talented brother at your craft. So nice. when yeah. it's my time, it'll be my time. I'm enjoying what I'm having right now, and 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 the level of success that I've reached, you know, is a blessing. I got an amazing fan base. I'm working with amazing people. A co-star that I can literally sit and laugh with yeah. on a day-to-day basis. Like, you don't you don't get this. You can't write this yeah, book. So, yeah. I'm going to sit here and turn the pages real slow. What a metaphor. Did you see where I went? Did you see where I went with that? You can't attention. write this book. I it, Every time I've been trying to get this rap, this rap thing for a long time. We never catch the good ones. So, um, interestingly enough, Kevin, these questions come from... <laughs> Come from our producer yeah. Adam K over there right Adam's now. Adam's a good guy. We loved, and I loved as well personally, your advert with Mr. DB David Beckham. Okay. Yes. Yes. I loved it. But the Asian H&M video with me and Beckham. Yes, More yes, importantly, is there going to be another one? Uh, right now, there's talks of doing a part two. Uh, me and Beckham are, are, are good friends, and you know we got a great relationship with H and M. So we said because of the success that it had the first time, we would be fools not to duplicate yeah. that. So right That's now we're, we're talking about. It. The good thing is the world got to see that I'm I'm so much better looking than you. <laughs> you know, like, when, they, when they put us on those billboards together, I, honestly, I felt bad for them. There, there was a couple times where I was like, they should have separated us because his stock is really going to go down. Like, just my hair, everything. Everything about the way that I looked, it just made him look bad. But, you know, the good thing is we're still friends. He didn't, he didn't get that upset about it, so it was okay. Oh, now, I've got to say, one of my favorite movies of all time has got to be Friday. Like, oh, that's man. Just, that's just what, it's a Yours and everybody classic. else's, Maggie. Now, I know you've heard this a million times before, yes. yeah. but are you going to do a, a sequel with Chris Tucker in it, hopefully, and possibly that, get Kevin in it yeah. as well? Because hey, you know, that's that, like a dream team right there. That is please, a dream team you know, that's, I dream about that. <laughs> dream about that ever since I met Kevin. <laughs> the thing is this, you know, it's really all about, you know, Warner Brothers and New Line yeah, New spending Line. the money. Right, right. Now, you know how much Kevin Hart costs? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know how much this is Chris Tucker costs? I don't know. This is ridiculous. Mike Evans. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So, 
honestly, it could it could be epic. What we do need is is our generation's version yes. of a Harlem Nights. Okay, yeah, and yes, and yeah. the Friday the Friday setup could be the template for that. But you know, it's tough, man. You you're dealing with different personalities. Egos got to go out the door, yeah. and you know you got to understand you're coming in to to simply make a historic piece. So I think if if people could could grasp the concept of that and allow this man to to literally set up a skeleton yeah. and everybody come in and just fall in place, then it could be a dope thing that we do together. But it's very tough with with that many personalities to make people understand. Yeah, especially when you don't have enough money. Now, (laughs) Warner Brothers, (laughs) new line, (laughs) cut the check. (laughs) Well, listen, guys, good luck with this movie. It's been an absolute honor having you guys here in the studio. Make some noise for Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Ride along, too, guys. Make sure you go see it. It does not disappoint. Bigger, better, sexier. Trust me. There you go. Trust me when I say that, man. You you guys are going to be thrilled. I promise you that. Listen to Ricky, Melvin, and Charlie weekday morning from 6 on, on, on KISS.